Okay, welcome to another episode of Singled In. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Oliver. And we have two very special guests with us. We have our former bishop of our mid-singles ward, Brother Cooper, and his wife, Sister Cooper. Thank you. Should we call you brother and sister, or Jeff and Kenna? Whatever is comfortable. Doesn't matter. Nice. Doesn't okay, matter. <laughs> I might use your first names. Well, you I go. won't remember to not say bishop. Um, yeah, so we love these guys. We thought it would be fun to have them on because they were, first of all, they were over a mid-singles ward for seven years, which is kind of incredible. And I feel like they did a great job of upping the the environment of the ward, but just, I don't know, helping people to have a good experience and feel really welcome and feel like they're a part of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of rare, actually, yeah. um, in any ward. But yeah, I think that was something especially that we needed and it really helped the ward grow as well. The only mid-singles ward in the whole valley. The whole yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there's definitely like a good, like, I mean, there's definitely like some recruiting we wanted to do, but I was talking with a friend and we were like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the draw of the ward is just the Coopers. Like, it's not even the other people, like, I'll hang out with other people, but if I can at least hang out with the Coopers, I'll be good. Like, I can have a good experience, so. You guys have definitely left your impact on the ward. Thank you. That is really kind. That makes me feel really good. (laughs) Just for clarification, you said we ran the ward. I was the bishop of the ward, but Kenna is the one that actually ran it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And on the head is the neck, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, I love to be called mother of the ward. I really enjoyed that title, and several people have called me that. And I thought that was really an honor to be called Aww. mother of the ward. Yeah, and it, it was, was very it appropriate. Was easy to just get right in with this ward and um, and love. It's an amazing group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An amazing group of people. Very easy to love. Tell us just really briefly about yourselves. Like, are you from Las Vegas or what's yeah. like your background, I guess? We're, we're both natives of Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Uh, I only left for my mission in college. You know, I went to BYU and Kenna was up there two years with me and she's originally from North Las Vegas, I was what you would probably call Central Las Vegas, and it was a big chore to get her to move from the northeast to the southwest part of town, but <laughs> finally got it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah. You guys have a big family. You have six kids? We do. Yeah. We have six kids and just had our 23rd grandchild last week. Oh, wow. so congrats. Yeah, that's Thank awesome. you. I love that. It's great. Yes, it's wonderful being a grandparent. We love it. Any greats yet? Any great? No okay. greats. We have two married grandchildren, but okay. no babies, no grandbabies. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's always like a yet, crazy so. stuff. Yeah. It's great, it is. All right, so our first question is, what do you think when you were first called to the ward? Oh, that's easy. What was yeah. your, yeah. <laughs> the, the shock, just by way of background, uh, this was, it is the only mid-singles ward in the, in the state of Nevada, and it was uh, championed by President Chris Jansen, who was our state president at the time. And I was serving as a counselor in a family ward, and I'd go to state bishopric meeting quarterly, and when, whenever Bishop, or President Chris Jansen would start talking about a mid-singles ward, because that was his dream, he thought there was a real need for it, and he was doing all types of studies and providing uh, support to the area authority, the general authorities for the creation of the ward, I would, honestly, I would zone out. I would probably start checking emails 
doing that because it had nothing to do That's with true. me. And then it was during a state conference. Yeah, I was speaking, and yeah, I was going to be giving a speak, and as President Chris Hansen came into the meeting, the Saturday night meeting, he said, can I talk to you and your wife afterwards? And I thought, oh no, I do not want to serve on the High Council again, thinking that might be it. And then afterwards we went in, I guess I went in first, and President Chris Hansen leans back in his chair and he pulls out a, a letter, and he says, I just got this letter from the this would have been from the First Presidency or the Quorum of the Twelve, authorizing the creation of the Mid-Singles Ward. And I thought, that's nice. And he said, I got this other letter uh, approving you to serve as the bishop. And I still, to this day, remember the, the shock, thinking, you know, I had no idea. And I was just shocked because I thought I was, I had aged out of that category of serving as a bishop. And I think President Chris Jansen later, he never saw anyone's countenance change so much when he extended the call. And I, I wondered if something was wrong with me because so many, you know, many say, oh, I knew when I got called in that I was going to be called to serve as a bishop. And I had no idea. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let Kenna explain her reaction, which oh, I won't forget. He, he told me, <laughs> President Chris Jansen said, you know, one of the best things you have going for you, and he pointed out in the the foyer area at the lobby where Kenna was sitting and I said, yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> sweet. I appreciate that. I was, I was, yes, I was surprised, shocked. I did not see that coming at all either. And I just couldn't stop grinning. I was thrilled. I was absolutely so excited and so thrilled. I just remember walking out of that office, you know, his state president's office, just on cloud nine. And Jeff was more like, <laughs> the weight of the world had just landed on his shoulders. So, um, yes, probably a little different reactions, but both of us very grateful for that calling and still are. I still miss it terribly, I really do. It was one of the best callings. I, I don't know if you consider a bishop's wife an actual calling. I know, we, but... need, we need a better name for it, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, of all the things I've ever done in the church, and it's been a lot, I've had a lot of different callings, which I've loved many of them, and uh, this one, though, has been, for me, one of the most special, wonderful times that we could ever have had in our life. It is something will probably never be repeated, mm -hmm. and it just was a total joy. It really was. Wow. I mean, there was times when we were tired and, you know, discouraged or whatever, but as a whole, it was a wonderful time in our life. Very grateful for it. Kind of made it a lot easier because so many would call her even for the counseling, and I thought, oh, great. you know, they'd rather talk to mom rather than me. It's just like our own kids, they'd rather talk to her. So. I could see that. So, you know, we had it down to where you know, Sunday, I don't remember what time I would get there, we'd stay there for, I'd stay there six, eight hours, and then Monday night was FHE interviews, uh, Tuesday night, I don't remember if we had anything scheduled on Tuesday night. But then Wednesday night was bishopric visits, and that was one of the the best things. One thing that I I miss is that as a bishopric, we would visit two to three members each Wednesday night, and it was such a good feeling to go in and meet with them in their own homes. I believe that when we started, when we first started, Kenna was my counselor. I didn't have any counselors. Oh, and yeah. just to learn who the people were, yeah. to get familiar with them. It was much better to go to their homes, and this was before GPS really was perfected, or at least 
we didn't know how to use it that well. So the appointments, <laughs> like since it. we yeah. covered, at the time we covered five states, we might be zigzagging from the south to the north to the east to the west, but it was it was a great way to to get a feel for the members. Right, in a different mm -hmm. atmosphere, different environment. So that was it's Wednesday great. night. Thursday night, we near the last several years, we had Institute, which we called Adult Religion, mm -hmm. since it wasn't for credit, and then Volleyball? There might be a service volleyball mm -hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. There might be a service project or some other activity on Friday or Saturday, and right. it, it started great. all over again. Yep. Yeah, it's your whole lives. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It's a lot. So, Jeff, before you were Bishop of the Mid Singles Ward, were you ever in a bishopric before? Like, were you ever like in the role of a counselor or? I had served twice as a counselor. Interestingly, and. The first time was in that same building. Mm, interesting. So you called as a bishop. How long did it take for you to um, pinpoint your counselors or to assign anybody? <laughs> Good question because the state president at the time, just a little background, I, you know, I started doing some research on mid-singles wards and I had a contact in Utah that put me in uh, he contacted or connected me with a counselor in a recently created Davis County Bountiful area mid singles ward. And in that one, all three in the bishopric had served as either state presidents or mission presidents or both. Wow. And so here I am, a neophyte bishop, and what are we going to do? And our, our state president said, President Chris Shanson said, you know, I think it'd be good to have them as single counselors, mm. which I didn't know any better. I thought, yeah, that's good. So we were looking at it, and there weren't that many Melchizedek priesthood holders that immediately transferred in. There were only approximately 30, 40 membership records that transferred in immediately, even though we always had 100 from day one, minimum 100. For the first couple of years, we had 100, and it took a while for the actual number of records to get transferred in. Huh. So I was looking and at first knowing, you know, I'd listen in priesthood meeting and after a month or so I submitted a, a name, someone that had impressed me and they called him in, he hadn't transferred his record in, he agreed to, he served. And yeah. then about five or six weeks later, he said, I just got my dream job in Utah. Oh. So he was gone. And then, <laughs> It started on, and then I ended up with eight, nine counselors total over the seven years. Oh, wow. And probably, let me think, the second one I knew of, and I think he was starting to get into a relationship, didn't transfer his records in, but then we heard that was going away, so I submitted his name, he hadn't transferred his records in, they called him in anyway, extended the colony, transferred his records in. The second one, I really didn't know I'd met, but the state president was impressed with him. It was President Christiansen's baby, so he had often come to our ward, sit on the stand, and kind of said, you, know, you could see his eyes kind of just surveying mm -hmm. the ward members. And this ward member really impressed him, or, and, or visitor, and he was extending the call. A couple others, uh, they hadn't transferred their records in. We'll mention Rocky was the fun one at the end. He had. <laughs> Transferred his records history. in. He'd come. He was in the involved in the youth program in his ward. He'd come bear his testimony. Seems like about every other time he came, 
So I was impressed with that. And I was thinking about, we didn't have a lot of depth. Melchizedek priesthood holders still didn't at the end. But I thought, who can we call and not disrupt what's already going on in the ward? I thought, Rocky. Really impressed that we should extend a call to him. And by then, a, a counselor in the state presidency was extending the calls. And I told, I, I told President Levitt, I said, okay, I think an executive secretary at the same time. I said, neither one have transferred the records in. Call them in and work your magic. <laughs> and he called Rocky, and then the, the day was sustained. Rocky comes, first time. And as Rocky called, he was a self proclaimed biker dude before <laughs> his younger days. He does have that look. He, he does. does. He yeah. still is. Great yeah. guy. And, yeah, great guy. He shows up. He's wearing a suit coat for the first time ever that I've seen. I thought, that's got to be a dead giveaway. But when his name was read uh, to be sustained, I can still remember the look of Kenneth who was sitting on the back row like, wow. <laughs> it came out of her, yeah. her mouth. And I did not. Not, not a while in shock that right, him. Just, it was more of a, I'd never thought of him, right. but it's perfect. Mm. Well, his records weren't even in the ward, and so that's why that I never I, bothered you know, me. had never, yeah. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> so, no, he's, he, was, he is great. He just really is. He just is wonderful. So, yeah. So that's how hard works. That's how inspiration works. Yeah. <laughs> so. I feel like you had to do a lot of recruiting for some of those, like, Melchizedek priesthood. Mm-hmm leadership positions mm-hmm. yeah I saw that quite a bit just the time we overlapped right um, yeah where you just kind of had to like work on them a little bit and say hey we're going to give you a calling we know you're not in the ward but we think you should be here <laughs> sort of thing and they would sometimes come along <laughs> the current I, yeah. Corp president I just happened to meet he had come to the ward I met him at a, a function it was actually a bank function at Oktoberfest and we talked and I thought he's really a good guy I happened to know his father, who is a less active member, and he mentioned, oh, you got to have him come into the ward. I thought, okay, let's try to get him. Yeah. It's like, kind of work your magic. And it didn't seem to <laughs> Wait, work. what is, but then I, <laughs> what then is Ken's magic? <laughs> I, I don't know if he's, uh, he knows the, the full story. <laughs> uh, I love that. But I, I don't know if Nick knows the full story, but then I... Um, trying to think what, how, how it happened, but a sister in the ward said, oh, by the way, he has physically moved within the legal boundaries of the ward. <laughs> so, oh, time to recruit him. Right, so right. So I thought, great, let's yeah. call him. And then that was first as executive secretary. Right. And I didn't know his phone number or address, so I called his father and just asked him. <laughs> didn't tell him why. The call was extended, he accepted, and rest is history. Yeah, yeah now he's doing great things. Yeah, I love that. I love hearing all the different ways you right. worked to get people involved and the ways we it's, needed them and they needed us. Good. Yeah. It was kind of, kind of uh, persistent. We have Ben who's getting married Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the counselors. Yeah. yeah, one of the counselors. And I attribute that. I said, Kenna, you can take credit for it because oh. Kenna had known Ben since high school, musically gifted. Right would ask him about once a year to come to the, the ward and, and play. And play. Musical number. And I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Yeah, yeah totally. He, he would come, never, and didn't take the, the hint that he should transfer to the ward. About <laughs> at age 35, there was a, a YSA ward in the valley that I called 
that I can say now that I'm not bishop. But, oh. Sorry, it was YSA. YSA without borders. They didn't care <laughs> geographically, <laughs> the reach, or age-wise. Yeah. I, I jokingly said they had members in that ward older than me, but <laughs> it was maybe not that bad. But he finally did he transfer to. He connected well with another counselor who was moving. We visited, and I thought, okay, let's call him as assistant executive secretary because I always liked having certain people in the bishopric meetings. Mm-hmm. And then about four months later, a counselor had to, he got reassigned. He was in the military, and so Ben was called as a counselor. So I said, Kenneth can take credit because oh, he, wouldn't have, been, he wouldn't have been a member of the ward for Stephanie to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It worked out well, huh? Yeah, that's how he met his fiance. Love it. We're the mid singles word. Yeah. We the, need them and they need us. Right? <laughs> yeah. The thing that makes me laugh about the mid singles word is you, it kind of has this this essence that like there are no rules in the mid singles ward. There are, <laughs> but we kind of have like, we have free reign or like we don't have, our boundaries aren't as strict. Like for example, you mentioned your counselors, how they're um, they're they're mid singles. They're they're members of the mid singles ward. So do you feel like in the mid singles ward, did you have like more like power to change things, like do something differently than you can in the YSA ward, or a family ward, or a family ward even? I think so. The handbook actually used to say, did it say that they should be members, or they should be married members? Mm-hmm. And I got asked to meet with a area authority who was in town for our state conference early because he had an interest in mid-singles. I think he had a sister or a niece that was a mid-single he wanted to learn about it. And I thought, maybe I ought to look at the new handbook, make sure I know everything before I go in. And I read that and I thought, oh, I'm going to skip over that because I thought it was really successful. Part of the reason I thought it was so good to have mid-single counselors is it gave me a better perspective because I was a mid-single age. I was... 30, might have been late 20s, 30s when I was first called as a counselor. Why do we need married chaperones yeah. as counselors? I appreciate that. Have, you know, and, and at times, my counselors would say things that I thought, oh, a married, long-time married mm-hmm. person might not have thought of that. So mm-hmm. it was really beneficial. So I was able to dodge those questions in the interview. And I, yeah, did I have latitude? The state president's uh, President Christiansen and President Mendenhall later were really good because times are, at first they thought it'd be really good to have, right, well, have the mid-singles more involved in the stake. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went to him and said, you know, guy, I know you really wanted to feel more like the stake. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I really don't care. They, and they don't care. They, I said, I'm not even sure if half the members of the ward know which is the sponsoring state. Right. They're here True. for the to live the gospel and the, for the relationships right. that might be developed. Yeah, here. that's one thing I'll say about Jeff too is that he did really go to bat for the ward. He really honestly did. If he disagreed, he was not shy about telling them why he disagreed and mm. why he thought another idea might be better. So I think that was great because he really did stand up for the ward. I never told him their ideas were stupid, even. If no, I, you did. I thought it a few times. You were you were gentle <laughs> about it. No, but I, I remember the time that we. I thought you know we have so many 
stalwart sisters here. What we can, how can we better bless them? Let's split the Relief Society. Mm -hmm. And I think there'll be an opportunity we can grow by dividing. I mentioned it to the state president. I said, I'm thinking about this. He said, okay. And then he didn't say anything more, so we, we split it. The next time I was in for a PPI, I said, by the way, this is what I did. And he said, did I give you permission to do that? <laughs> I said, you never said I couldn't. <laughs> and it worked out to be great. Yeah, yeah. I, societies, I think, you know, because the, the sisters were getting so large, mm -hmm. it was hard to have that connection. You met so many of them, you're not saying they were gaining weight. No, no, I mean, the, the, the size of the room. We were bursting out of the yeah. society room. We knew what right. she meant. We have a lot of faithful sisters, we, we do. do. Yeah, and and right, very capable, but then more opportunities for leadership, right, for serve. teaching, and well, for and ministry. Well, and then more one-on-one. On one. Right, more one-on-one, -on -one, I think, is important. Yeah, that was a great so, change. I really wanted it, even though we were thin on the elders' core. But to split them too, right? Yeah, split them. And I, <laughs> yeah, President Mendenhall, <laughs> for some reason, got stuck on something he read, of all places, in the Doctrine and Covenants, oh. about the number. <laughs> and so we needed, like, we need 10 more will be eligible to split, wow. which again, I think oh. they'd grow by dividing. And yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. If you build it, they will come. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah keep on yeah. hearing them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, when you started with the ward or when you were called, or um, did you have certain expectations about like this demographic, like what singles of this age would be like to like interact with or work with or what the ward would be like? And did those change over time or? Are we intimidating? <laughs> um, no, I don't think I had any real expectations. Excitement, like I said, yeah, and really looking forward to being in the ward and serving in the ward. Um, I have to admit, though, because I um, I never did really finish college. You know, I got married and had children very young. At times, I would be intimidated with the sisters because <laughs> they were well educated. And, you know, they all had degrees and they were working at careers. And I thought, oh, what have I done in my life? Uh, so that, yeah, now that you say that, I have to be totally honest. I, there were times when I was a little intimidated. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think of that going in. Right. And my love for the sisters was just so much. I never, it never bothered me in you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't an issue. It was not an issue. That's what I'm trying to say. It, yeah. it just at times it felt like, well, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's so interesting so, to hear that side really? of it, that perspective. Really? Yeah. 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 As Kenneth said, we have six children, and they all would have been in the age range. True. When the ward was created. Oh, okay. the singles were. Right. Okay, so you kind of knew what that age was like. So right. we kind of knew, yes, you that's knew true. that age That's group. true. In fact, one is a member of the ward. And Kendall. Yeah, still, yeah. So, right. yeah. That's true. I think that's why I would always consider them kids. I'd always say, well, the kids in the ward. And finally, one of my friends corrected me. She goes, Kenna, they're not kids. These are <laughs> like, you know, 30 and 40-year-olds. And I go, but I consider, because they are the ages of our yeah. children, I still consider them kids. So it was not anything detrimental or anything. Sure. It just was more of, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that label. Oh, yeah. For you guys, not everyone. <laughs> right. You can call me a kid. Yeah. yeah. Do you realize yeah. the need, the strength of, of singles in the church, especially, I think, mid-singles. Absolutely. And it was maybe two, three years ago when both 
who was Elder Gong and Elder Ballard in conference talked about more than half mm -hmm. the adult members of the church are uh, unmarried. And I'd heard that two years prior in a, a bishopric training they had. Uh, and I remember the area authority that I knew at the time after I'd heard that, I texted him and said, is that, did I understand that correctly? And he said, yes. And you look now like the Come Follow Me manual, it says for individuals and families. And I think mm -hmm. it's, that's done intentionally. So, I, but if you had asked me, because Kendall was single, we were kind of used to mid-single, er, singles, mm -hmm. 31 to 45. And, There's yeah. just a tremendous strength that I don't know if everybody sees it, but we sure did with the, with the mid-singles. They are very dedicated, very loving, willing to serve, they're wonderful. They're an absolutely wonderful group of people. And I don't know if every, everybody recognizes that. Yeah, so. I'd be curious to hear more like what you thought were some attributes of the ward that were unique to that ward, mm -hmm. like maybe like some challenges or strengths of it. Well, I, I still say that some of the consistently best uh, sacro services oh, I've ever definitely. been to were in the ward. Mm -hmm. The speakers were well prepared. All but a few yeah. were well prepared. <laughs> you know, testimony meeting at times could be interesting, but, oh, yeah. uh, but not consistently. But I've seen that in family wars. But I thought the spirit was there was so strong. The messages, I, I, I really looked forward to that, to hearing those messages. And one of Kenna's callings is she was the musical number coordinator. And I felt that it would create a better spirit or if we had musical numbers rather than congregational, intermediate congregational hymns. And she was able to draw the talent out. And as some people told me, it was really hard to tell her no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge addition to the ward, I feel like. The musical yeah, numbers. Yeah, I feel music, like that I made really a do. big difference. Yeah, she, she yeah, was good at, whether it be a solo or a duet, trio, quartet, whatever it might be, or well, choir. Well, both yeah. of you participated a lot in our special musical numbers, and I always was very appreciative when people would say yes. So yeah. it, that was that was a fun thing. I enjoyed doing that. I really did. Yeah, I felt like you were just like a robot woman or something, <laughs> not because of your personality, but because like you just like never stopped. You had like three callings, maybe. How many did you have? Maybe a few more unofficial. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> it was like music, communications, activities. But she made the appointments for our visitor visits because I know because she I got thought my counselors were too flaky. <laughs> waited till the last. Well, you minute. too. Waited till the last minute. No, they would wait till the last minute, and I tried to keep telling Jeff, "You can't wait to ask people to come see them." You know, an hour before, people are busy. They have schedules. You need to schedule these things in advance. And they would say, okay, okay, and then another week would go by, and they wouldn't give me visits because they'd been too slow getting them scheduled. So I finally said, you know what, I'll just do it. I will be happy to schedule your visits. She studied the ark as we read about and come follow me this week. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Study the ark, right? I like that. Do you feel Sounds like great. the mantle is a real thing, or like the priesthood power that comes with callings was like really effective yeah. working with you guys? To like sustain oh, you throughout. I, definitely, I yeah. felt it, and I and I know you did even more. Yes, I I totally felt the Lord's help throughout the whole thing. I really did, throughout all those seven plus years. Mm -hmm. I just could tell that He was watching over us and helping us. 
Like, I don't think we were hardly even sick <laughs> during those seven years. If we were, it wasn't much. Oh, it, which, wasn't, it uh, wasn't anything major. Right, yeah. right, right. So I think health-wise, we were definitely blessed. And I think, but, you know, our children and grandchildren were watched over. They definitely do. I wasn't sick. I had heart surgery. You made me no, go back true. to work the next that. day. I did not make you go back to work. That was your own choice. Harsh. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I forgot about your heart. Well, okay. So maybe we did have that. But, but, but it you came through it. Yeah. You came through it. And so that's the other thing, too. Like, um, YSA wards, a bishopric is what, three years? And then the family ward, it's five years. You were in it for seven. Yeah, we enjoyed it so much. I remember I was never told any timeline when I was called and then changing the state presidency. And I knew the, both the outgoing incoming state president over the, from over the years. And President Mendenhall said, you know, that three year doesn't mean anything to me. And I said, hey, we're good, we're good. My grandfather Cooper, it's my understanding he was a 12 year bishop in Overton. In a coming day when I meet him, I don't want him calling me a slacker. So <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And so at five years, he said, yeah, five years is coming up. And then I would change the subject because we didn't want to get released. So. Mm. You really didn't. Yeah. So I found a way when, to do it. And then it, it you know, about six months temple. before I was yeah. released, is I could tell he was getting more serious about it. And I think mm -hmm. he, he gets letters. Or notices from Salt Lake if someone's in there too long. It's like, by the way, you've got a bishop that's been in there a long time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, but, um, when we went in for our last temple recommend interview, and he said, "I, you know, I'm, you're going to be released." I just sat there in tears, just uh -oh. <laughs> went down my cheeks, and I, I knew that day would have to come. But I just kept putting it in the back of my mind, I really did not want to hear those words, you know, you're going to be released. You mean, um, aren't you the one that later said that week, saying, are you sure he's inspired? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but it You were saying when time. we were released, and who knows how many said it when we were called. Yeah. It was <laughs> a great time, though. It really was. Yeah. Aww. And we really enjoyed having you guys, like... Thank you as the heart and soul of the mid-singles ward. I know for me, I had some hesitation going to the mid-singles ward, mm -hmm. but once I was there, like I really fell in love with it. So when you're in the bishopric, did you ever have instances like that where people were like, they had the reservations about coming to the mid-singles ward and did you have to like kind of convince them to come over or did they come over eventually on their own? No, I, I think it, I didn't realize at first how traumatic it would be for some to make that transition. And I, I heard some say, well, it's almost like you're a failure. You, you yeah. didn't get married while you were in a YSA ward. And then I don't remember who suggested it, that we have a friendshiping committee. And when the ward started growing more consistently is when we had that friendshiping meeting and we have presidents, or presidents, chairs, that were really good about identifying those that were visiting, bring them into the bishop's office, and we'd briefly talk to the group about the mid-singles ward. And I think they felt that welcomed. That, and then right, that we definitely helped. Recently, we started having greeters as people would come in, which I thought was a good, mm -hmm. a good thing to do, just so they know that they're 
they're welcome when they come. I would just try and make whoever was hesitant feel like, well, first of all, and it is, it's their decision. I never wanted to pressure them at all. It needed to be their decision to come to the Word. But I would just want them to know how welcome they would be and how much we would love to have them in the Word. And then just kind of let it go at that and encourage them to come to the activities, encourage them to come to our sacrament meetings and, and to see for themselves. So, you know, some people are very um, attached to their home wards. They have a great calling. They love the people in their home ward. And so I can see where some people would want to stay in a home ward. But honestly, in my heart of hearts, I feel like the mid-single ward has such a special purpose. And it reaches out to people that may not feel included in a family ward. How many times have you heard someone say, I just don't belong in a family ward. I never felt like I fit in. Now, like I said, not everyone may feel like that, but there are people who have said that to me, how I just never really fit in in a family ward. I've never given a talk in a family ward. Or I, it's so been it years. Been a decade. Right. It's been I, years since I've even spoken in a ward. We'd hear that more than once. Really? Which a lot really of shocked me. Yeah. I, I thought that was very unusual, but obviously not. So... I guess, again, it depends on the ward and the bishopric and, and the people in a family ward, whether or not they really utilize that, that hidden, wonderful talent that is a mid-single. Mm -hmm. So I definitely could see it immediately in the ward and maintain that it's, it's absolutely wonderful. I, I thought it was sometimes stake leaders and bishoprics and ward leaders would look at singles as, okay, how can we use them? Oh, we don't want to leave, lose them because they serve right. in a, a so college here. And it's like, yes. but there's so much more that can happen here. I remember when George was considering, we, we spoke about mid-singles in a state bishopric meeting and a bishop came up and said, I've got a guy that I think would be, it'd be good for him to come. That was really wonderful. Youth. That he was, was wonderful when bishops and state presidents rare, could rare. see the it vision, was, could see the vision well, of this ward. This one walked it back because he gave us the name and then the records didn't transfer. And I, I think I called the bishop and he says, you know, I think it should be that person's decision and we shouldn't push him. And I, I was so frustrated and I, <laughs> I thought, well, I shouldn't recruit. I told the elders former president that I thought it was okay if he recruited. <laughs> so he comes over, he serves in a elders former presidency yeah. later in the bishopric and other callings and met a sister that attended the ward right. because she had children, never transferred her records in, mm -hmm. and they're now happily married. And I can think of four or five that got married and they're now bishopric, you know, counselors and bishoprics. Right? Really? Wow. Yeah. And two of them, you know, right now, like Charles, I don't know if you knew that Charles was a counselor now in the Laurelwood Ward. Charles, oh, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, just a great opportunity. Is I tell some of the state presidents and bishops saying, hey, if you send your good men over here, here's what might happen. Yeah. I said, unless you don't think you, that would be good. And they, <laughs> they, I, I think probably there's a collective chair relief by certain state presidents and bishops when I got released because they wouldn't have to listen to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, we would invite state presidents to come and speak in our ward and part of the reason was not because I, I wanted to hear their message but I wanted them to feel the spirit of our ward members and maybe then 
encourage. Oh, interesting. Oh, you wanted to show you wanted to show us off. That's right. Singles. That's right. I usually have to choir. Or show off their kids, for sure. <laughs> I don't think I realized you were doing that kind of outreach. So you were spending a lot of time talking to other bishops and state presidents about our award and making sure they knew what we had to offer. Right. That's something I wish we could even done a little more of. More reaching out to Right, yeah. It just, um, it would have been good to even have members of the ward, which had probably even been better, reach out to other people that they knew in other wards mm-hmm. and, you know, invite, invite, invite. Yeah. Jessie is really good at inviting. She is, yeah. She's that. done a lot of recruiting. She has. Yeah, I think it's helpful. Like, I didn't really live in Las Vegas during the young single adult mm-hmm, eight mm-hmm. days, so I don't know as many right. people. But somebody like Jessie, who's mostly spent mm-hmm. her time in Vegas, has a huge network of friends. And so, yeah, she's done a lot with that as well as others. That's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think what I was going to ask, but I think I know what you're going to say is, like, do you feel like a mid-singles ward is a valuable thing for like a community like Las Vegas like do you feel like it's beneficial for singles our age to have versus doing things in their family words yeah absolutely I guess I could turn the question and ask that of both of you what do you think yeah about a mid-single ward I I can see the benefit of it absolutely Um, yeah and hopefully members of the ward feel that way too that it's been beneficial yeah, I definitely think so. I a lot of times people come and visit or come to some activities, and I'll say like, "This is here for you." Like there are seasons. I feel mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. ward like this, right. like True. maybe you don't stay in the ward the whole time you're between the ages of thirty-one to forty-five, but maybe you give it a few years and like. Um, I mean, I feel like I've always done mid singles wards because I felt like I needed friends, right? <laughs> and that was exactly. like a really great opportunity to make some friends. But, um, yeah, I do like that I feel really comfortable in the ward, like my contributions matter. I do think at some point I would love to go back to a family ward and serve maybe with youth or something like that. That's one aspect I feel like is missing is just the variety of ages, Mm -hmm. which could be very fun. But, yeah, I think this is like a very crucial time in our lives where there is like a lot of questioning, like because the church is so family focused, there is that like well, I'm not on the path I should be, is the church really working for me, that sort of thing. And so I feel like the singles word kind of takes you out of that and just says, hey, just come and serve and connect and right. it, like it's going to be fine sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Oliver? Yeah, I agree with everything that you said. Um, like I said in, in the beginning, I was kind of like not anti going to the mid-singles, but I, I, maybe I felt like I wasn't ready to go to the mid-singles. Mm-hmm. And then I started going and I loved it and I loved the activities and I made new friends and... Um, I met the bishopric, met you guys. It was a really wonderful experience, and it still is. And yeah, I kind of feel like there's a lot of people, a lot of people our age who I feel like they don't know where they belong. And I, I think at some point I kind of felt that same way, but I knew I no longer belonged in the in the YSA ward, the young single adult ward. But I also knew I didn't belong in a family ward. Right. So your only option is okay. We have a mid singles ward. Go to that. And yeah, there's, it's definitely different because you do, you can relate because there's other people who are in the same boat as right. you, where they're trying to find mm-hmm. a place to like belong and connect with others. And you definitely get that in the mid-singles ward. Yeah. It's very, you feel very like validated and understood. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. There's no Good. like explaining your life to anyone. People get it. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. You, you couldn't hide in our ward. You know, I would go through that list oh, at yeah. least once a week. So I, I knew everybody by name. If by name and face if they came and it was 
I remember a thrill just to see people that had come for years that would show up or would only come once a year. I remember one uh, young man who'd served in Guatemala like I had, so I immediately made that connection. We invited, encouraged, didn't come, didn't come. I had counselors in the elders quorum that would say, why don't we transfer his membership back to the family ward? And then finally comes the day that the AC was out. COVID. <laughs> that miserable Sunday. Oh, Perfect I still remember. Right. Oh my. When he came up to me, Ken was excited. Said, "Look who's here!" You know, made sure I talked to him, and he said, "Hey, I, I want to come talk to you." And he came in and said, "You know, I've decided now's the time to change." He had a girlfriend that was a good active member, and that was another one where I was, we had some changes needed a new ward clerk and morning when I was on my treadmill routine I thought why not him and so told the state council the state presidency work your magic calls him in. and then I started thinking you know is this too soon am I pushing too much he was called was an outstanding outstanding uh, ward clerk they still use some of the guidelines that he put together for training the new ward clerks, yeah. and he's—I'm not sure what he, how, uh, what calling he has in the ward, but I remember I got called by that bishop saying we're going to extend a call and getting called in. So he's a good, and good he did, active he, he member. He did end up marrying um, the girl that he was dating. It was yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful story of conversion. It really. So was. like I said, it's hard to hide. I'll <laughs> <laughs> find you. Because, you know the activity <laughs> level is high. But you're always looking for those that aren't coming and try to identify them. And that was one of the best things is to see the change where we probably had, if you want to just talk raw statistics, you know, numbers that other bishops would be envious of as percentage of members that were endowed, that were current recommend holders, and but there's still work to do. I understand now that I don't remember the number that uh, the teacher for the Temple Prep class was so excited because they really, I think they have at least 10 going now. Wow. So yeah. Very exciting. Oh, to our Temple Prep class? Or preparing for the Temple. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been some good momentum lately with stuff like that. Yeah. And I know that's thanks there's to like current, some current efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from different people. Really exciting. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember <clears throat> one sister, you'll know, and I, when she first came, I, and having uh, lived here for so long, I realized I knew her father from the youth program when I was teaching. That would have been in the 70s. Knew her father. And when she started coming more and more, I said, we're going to have you speak in sacrament. She never, <laughs> never. I kind, know what you're kind, of like, kind of like the fighting preacher, never, never. <laughs> and, of course, I would ask her that about three, four times a year. Finally, I could see she was weeping. And I, I, I think I called her in. She and another sister that lived, they lived in, well, she had roots from Logandale. And there was a sister that was attending, that attends from Logandale. And I called them both in. I said, you know, I had a, I had a vision while I was in the sacrament meeting. And I said, I could see these two good sisters from Logandale speaking in sacrament. <laughs> and she did. And she got up and said, I haven't spoken since I was a teenager. And had she not said that, you wouldn't have known. So it was... Oh, a lot of really fun stories like that in the morning. Mm-hmm. Can't hide. 
Yeah. And it was a good good experience. I think a great experience for her. Yeah. Absolutely. Every name that you've mentioned or every story that you've told, it's someone who progresses or has improved when mm-hmm. they're in the mid-singles ward. I think that's really cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Whether it's through marriage, whether it's like reactivation or they just blossom just and fall. Yeah. Yeah, they serve. Yeah. Yeah, I really I'm seeing that pattern is really neat. Yeah. Yes. Where uh, Jeff Barth was just called into the bishop right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he called me the day he, after the call was extended and wanted to make sure that Ken and I could be there. Yeah. He was, and, yeah I that told means him. a lot. I, I really love that people are still reach people from the ward are still reaching out, you know, and inviting us to their weddings or like the, you know, his ordination. That really touches my heart because I do want to maintain that contact. Always, you know. So well, I mean, like I told Jeff, you always have an out. If you get a calling you don't enjoy, I said, Jeff, remember, you. This will be. A, I think it'll be a great spiritual experience for you. But if it doesn't work out, all you got to do is get married. And you'll get released. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Just find Just someone. Easy, <laughs> easy peasy, right? Oh dear, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> so here's a question for the two of you. Okay. Um, so it sounds like the majority of the seven years you guys really enjoyed the calling. Was there ever a point where you were like, man, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like, this is like kind of, <laughs> I've really like reached my point. Did you ever reach that point in your, during those seven years? No. It, it, you know, the disappointments of people not listening, but... I've got a wife and six children, so I'm oh, used to people not listening to me. <laughs> but no, there at the, the end, the last maybe four or five months, I thought maybe they'd listen to someone else better. It's just time for a, a change. Mm-hmm. And that was the only, only time. Mm-hmm. But as far as physical, mental fatigue, I never felt it. No, I mean, I will admit that there were times, you know, at night especially, I'd think, oh, I'm so tired, I don't know if I can make it to adult religion or to FHE, but again, the minute I would go through that chapel door, it was like I was totally invigorated, mm-hmm. and just was so glad I'd gone, and, and was grateful to be there, and so, yeah, no, I mean, story. as far as wanting to, you know, be released from the calling or whatever, never, no, seriously. We could have probably served forever in that calling <laughs> and uh, just absolutely loved it. So, and I've never had, a, well, I've had callings that I've really truly enjoyed, I really have, but nothing that has touched me so deeply as, as this. Mm-hmm. It's just really, a, a, like I've said before, a, a very rare treasured time in our life that I was just very grateful that Heavenly Father had trusted us enough <laughs> to, you know, inspire that state president to call. So, but now, now you both were really very much involved in the oh, singles ward. Yeah, well, I think that's what makes it so much fun. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, being so tied to it. Yeah, I will say change can be good. It's good for growth, but like the it's loss is felt. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like we have a lot Amen. of like. <laughs> All of us collectively need to like work together to fill those like two shoes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, That's it was so very, fine. it was superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any final stories? Anything that wasn't shared that you'd love to share? Oh, yeah. Maybe something funny. <laughs> Favorite moment. <laughs> what were you thinking? You had something funny. No, no. The, the one thing. 
you know, fun, uh, what I call was fun, one of the best attended functions that the sisters had, and it was Kenna's creation. She'd seen our daughters do it. They had their witches brew. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Those are <laughs> that famous. Was a I think there fun. were like 70 that came the last one that mm-hmm. you had last October, had it at the I house. Attended, yeah. And I thought, I wonder what the neighbors are thinking <laughs> when they see all these <laughs> women dressed up as witches coming to our house. And then we wonder why they're single. Kenneth's <laughs> teaching them to be witches. Oh, no, 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 no. We weren't teaching anybody to be witches. But that she, was a fun time. That was really fun. That was something she was, she could teach well. I thought um, when you and who was it, Dan and Eddie, that bishopric, they made you guys dress up like Elvis impersonators. That's so out of your league. You do not do that well at all. <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. And you were so nervous. You had to say one line or something like that, and you were just backstage freaking out, <laughs> saying, what do I say? I said, just get up there and have fun. But I remember that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that activity. <laughs> I remember that. You weren't there probably oh. all over. But oh. I, there was another lip sync where you two did something. Oh, But that it was literally <laughs> Bishop standing there in like right. bikini yeah. or sunglasses. <laughs> and Kenna right. with her feather boa like yes. dancing around him <laughs> and lip syncing. That Don was so... Juan. Yes. Yeah, that was so like characteristic of your personalities. It was perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. It was a few years ago. Yeah, so many fun <laughs> memories. Right. Like, how do you even... Oh, great times. Yeah. Really great times, yeah. And then just the special times, too, of being in the temple, whether it, you know, yeah. was an endowment session or, you know, a sealing marriage. Those were really extra special times oh, yeah. just to be in the temple with the ward members for those occasions very, very special so. do you guys know the number of people that you guys went through the temple with wow we should sit down and count that up one of these days i don't do you? i don't know i really don't yeah i should have kept better track of them i really should have written down their names but never thought to do that but i wonder how many like ward people you had in the ward during mm-hmm. your time in total do you think it was like close to a thousand or i don't Probably know cycling through that yeah high, you know that with the number got up to 170 but then with the visitors transition had a lot of visitors too every week yeah that's true it's yeah, like the impact was like so much broader mm-hmm. than you could right count. right yeah yeah, every week we'd have visitors. I'd sit there and think, okay, now I don't know that face. I don't know that face. Yeah, for sure. We still that have was, that. That was fun, mm-hmm. too, see all the people that would come. Yeah, great. just lots of changes. and Just a wonderful experience, one that we'll always treasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything else you want to say, Jeffrey? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, do you have any memories or of... Uh, a bishop and sister. Cooper. I was thinking the the feather boat. Was feather really boat. fun, <laughs> yeah. But also just that like was fun. really fun times at your house as well. I enjoyed those right. activities, all oh, of them. Yeah, me too. those were special to me. Mm-hmm. One thing we started about year two to get to know people is we started having oh, the maybe year three the yeah. dinner just a you know, kind of a casual dinner invite mm-hmm. ten. What did we invite about ten members? Mm-hmm. Ten, and it was a good, good, another good opportunity to get to know the members better and make yeah. them feel yeah, comfortable. Yeah, I really love those dinners, yes. Oh, yeah, those I, I remember <laughs> Monty, who later served as a counselor, saying, you know, I've never had a, a bishopric come and visit me in my home. 
and then, like we said, I never was ever had never been invited to the home of a bishop, and for us, mm -hmm. it was like that's what we should be doing. Yeah, oh, that was really fun. I enjoyed Both that, even though everybody had to have the same meal every time they came. <laughs> every we did, we every meal was Mexican ole. Uh, <laughs> I, I could tell the, same, tell the same jokes because they were different. That's people. true. You could. Yeah, <laughs> same jokes, I like that. same questions, <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. And that's how you really got to one-on-one -on -one time with everyone too, and got to know them better, is when we do those monthly dinners. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I remember you guys organized a, like a Brazilian theme. Oh, dinner. that's right. And yes. I, I thought that was really cool, because yes, that was, that was right. a chance for me to see like how many people in our mid-singles board had served missions in Brazil and spoke yes. Portuguese, so I really right. enjoyed that one. That was one of my favorite memories. That's so cool. That, and when you sing happy birthday to us, like, oh. that, that's always like the highlight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, I, that's my favorite, for sure. I do feel like it was all those one-on-one -on -one times, like, even just, like, chatting with Bishop in his office about my calling or something, and, yeah, or just, sure. like, chatting with you, kind of, like, all the time. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure, Te or exchanging oh, texts or whatever. Yeah, those are always special. Uh, Bishop was good about, like, sending... A uh, little like uplifting oh, quotes or right. whatever. Yeah. I loved those, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you with the postcards was, like, yeah, just so much love, <laughs> so, so much postcards. love. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. Well, thanks. So for the future mid singles that will hopefully come mm -hmm. to our ward, do you have any advice for them, or any advice for us? Hmm. I would just say, give it a chance. Go and. Right. You know, sir, it's it's a great experience. I think there's a special, special spirit. There really in is. The Siegel's war. Yeah, there really is. It's it's a family. It's a ward family. And I don't think. I mean, I guess you do feel that in every ward to a certain extent. But I really felt that mm -hmm. in the mid single ward. Definitely come, come and participate, minister, get to know people, and yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Absolutely. Go. I started doing more interviews during COVID because I, I was concerned about ward members just being at home, you know, going to work or mm -hmm. working remotely and never leaving, and that they needed to talk and that I could gauge what should be done at the ward. Hmm. Huh. Right. And I liked the sacrament, partaking the sacrament in our home too. That yeah, was, that was special. That was really neat. Yeah. That was that. During COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, yes. we found some good ways to No, my other adapt. advice would be take ministering seriously. Right, yeah. I think especially sure. among singles it's needed and it's too easy I, to say, oh, I sent a text and I know that Elder Holland said everything counts, but <laughs> do, you really, do you really care? I feel chastened. Alright, <laughs> right, I'll do better. Well, I have to give a shout out because I know, Lindsay, you were doing FHE during uh -huh. COVID. Yeah. Weren't you on the committee? Were you no, on the committee? I, I am now, but back she, then I wasn't. Oh, you are? Yeah. You were amazing. I could not believe all the things you came up with during that COVID time. I feel like Absolutely that was very amazing. Very resourceful. <laughs> I mean, Great I feel ideas. like that was the spirit too. So, yeah, yeah when you talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys doing so much. I get that. It was like, really, really, really amazing. Every week I'd say, I can't believe she, you know, <laughs> well, no, that came out wrong. I, I could believe you could do it. Yeah. But just all your different ideas were just yeah. amazing, really. 
that was uh, yeah that was that calling was definitely one of those testaments of like uh, priesthood power I guess right. you know mm-hmm. like true. that God will yeah. like sustain you through those things as you That's serve true. so yeah I don't feel like that was me necessarily so yeah oh but it was <laughs> <laughs> using some natural like personality things but also enhancing them I guess and that I'm sure that was true for you guys as well or how you felt about yeah. your callings right yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so true. I'd love to hear uh, what you guys are up to now. Like, have you filled oh. your time well, all your spare time? <laughs> now that you're free from the mid singles world, oh. <laughs> catching up on all the shows. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> well, let's see. Well, we've been called to primary. That's we right. team teach Valiant. Uh, I don't know if it's A or B. <laughs> primary so long. They're the nine, ten, eleven year olds. They've combined to combined two classes so we're doing that now which is fun it's been years since i've been in primary and they're cute kids they're a little squirrely but you know it's the <laughs> age so we're doing that we just like i mentioned earlier we had a new granddaughter last week so spent some time up there with her and, and our daughter we've been doing some traveling which we always love to do and just a lot of packing and unpacking yeah you got a big yeah, move. moving and uh we decided, I, I tried to encourage Kennel for years that we should downsize. And as yes. the time came that we got, to, we were going to be released, she started looking along with our son. And they found a place, I didn't even know where it was, but implied in it was to downsize and down price. She only got half of it right. <laughs> so That's it, not it was my a fault. scramble. <laughs> it was a scramble then to get the house. It was, to get yeah. The we old house really listed, intent, so to clear things out. Intensely for. Three weeks to clear out that house, oh, the wow. old house. Yeah, it was really a grind. But yeah, so the move has definitely taken a lot of time for sure, and we're still not where we need to be. But but yeah, family. I'd say family, and just right church. Yeah. Yeah, we had a grandson get married, so we were at his right, Utah right. house on Saturday. And then Sunday night, a granddaughter was graduating from high school in mm-hmm. Kansas. So in Kansas. So we had to make one quick yeah. flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's all good. That's all great. Good. Yeah. yeah. It is. New chapters. It is. Yeah, it is. New chapters, new journeys, yep, new beginnings. Yeah. Oh, well, we appreciate you guys taking time to this chat with fun. us and relive some of those, like, great feelings and memories. And, yeah. I mean, that will for sure continue the the friendships and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And we definitely want to keep hearing about your lives, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll keep trying to get that. Of course. I feel like it's changing every minute. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I say so. I say so. (laughs) For sure. But that's how you know you're progressing, right? Change. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It'll all be good.